Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into the Lake Show on this Tuesday evening. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I wonder, is there anything to talk about tonight? I think that there's plenty of things to talk about over the course of the next three hours. Full show tonight. Uh, Wolves back uh, in action tomorrow night facing the San Antonio Spurs, who they lost to last night, 115-106. to We have one guest scheduled at the top of the next hour, and that's Jace Frederick from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Uh, so I look forward to having a good conversation with him. But plenty of things to dive into here before we get to Jace Frederick at 7.05. And I do want to start with um, Talking Wolves here to kick off the show. They have been uh, top of mind for all the sports fans here in the state um, throughout the day because of the way that this season has started for Timberwolves basketball. We have known, okay, If you go back to um, the trade of Rudy Gobert from Utah to Minnesota, that when you look at this season and you look at beyond this season, the next few years, the expectation has been raised with regards to Timberwolves basketball. Everybody expects this team to go to another level. And I'm not talking about taking – a gradual leap, I'm talking about making a massive leap. That's just how we view it. Because in sports, when a team gets to the postseason and hadn't been to the postseason in a while, and they finally get back there, the natural thought is that they are going to gradually ascend. They're going to continue to trend in a positive direction. Because that's typically how it works. Now, how much further they go in terms of the route of being successful, it depends. Some teams get to the postseason, then they take a step back. Some teams continue to move forward. And it's all dependent on a lot of different things, right? You could have injuries that set you back. Um, You know, you could have you lose a player in free agency, via free agency. There's a lot that goes into it. 
Okay? But when you look at the Wolves, not only did they make the postseason, in the type of basketball that you watched last year impressed you and the highlight reel and all of that. Then you make a massive trade for Rudy Gobert. Now, I'm not going to be Mr. Kneejerk guy that's going to say four games into the Rudy Gobert era that it's over. That it's a terrible trade. It's not going to work out way too soon. What do we say? Sample size. This is not a massive sample size. Now, clearly the first week, it hasn't looked great. And you're two and two. Okay, you're two and two. So you don't have a losing record, but you factor in the quality of opponent. You talked about what you're actually seeing on the basketball court. And I think that a lot of Timberwolves fans (laughs) are not impressed. Okay, let's just be clear. They're not impressed. Now, do I think that this team is going to get much better? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind this team will get much better. And maybe this is the worst of it because there's no other way in terms of trending but to go up. Because I don't think that they're playing good basketball right now. They've only faced three teams, but clearly those three teams are not teams that people view as contenders. But there's two obvious and glaring things that are plaguing the Wolves right now. Two, the first is that this team doesn't have the player that strictly fuels everybody with their intangibles. The energy, the effort. That type of player right now, I'm not seeing it. And I know that people are like, well, we traded away Jared Vanderbilt. We did. You traded away Patrick Beverly. Yes, we did. But somebody else is going to have to bring some excitement and be that Mr. Intangible guy. And look, I had a couple people say to me last night that they should bring the energy every single night. Guys, just because you see basketball players that are well-off financially, that you just think that everybody is going to have the same sort of reaction? No, that's just not how it is. Not every single athlete that plays sports has the intangibles or has the same level of effort or the same type of energy. It's not a given. Nothing is in life. Athletes are no different than anybody else. Heck, we see some people play professional sports. They don't even love the game. They love what they get from the game. Do I think that we have players that love the game of basketball? Absolutely we do. But we don't have that intangible person right now that can fuel this team coming off the bench, or even necessarily starting. But the other thing that is glaring to me, and I just got to be honest about this, and I don't ever sugarcoat stuff with you guys, is that 
one of the faces of the franchise. I think that this is the most important part of their career. The most important year of their career right now. And that's Carl Anthony Towns. There's no other time right now that's more important for Carl Anthony Towns than right now as a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I, and I say that because I'm not sure that Carl Anthony Towns has any self-awareness. I think he lacks that. I don't even I, I, I don't even think that he knows how he's viewed or maybe he just doesn't care. It's been a rough start to the season for Carl Anthony Towns. He had his best game of the season last night. I thought some of it was forced, but we'll get to that later. But part of leadership is being aware of what you're doing, how you're impacting others, and what the hell is going on around you. And I think that right now, Cat lacks that. Let's go to example A. Last night after the game, in a comment that everybody's probably heard by now, it was... um. He talked about leadership um, or modeling or maybe trying to help coach up Anthony Edwards or guiding him when we talk about nutrition and what to eat, not to eat. And he brought up, which I think it was just an odd thing to bring up because he wasn't asked about it, the new um, the nutrition of one Anthony Edwards and him eating Popeyes or whatever it is, stuff that he's been eating the last couple of years. Just take a listen to this post-game comment because I'm going to tell you why I'm disappointed in Cat. Ant was just telling us that he puts a lot of this on him and he's got to be better in back-to-backs, that he has not done that so far. Can you help him through that or just is that a young player trying to figure out what to do in this league and how to how to answer the bell two nights in a row? I mean, like I, you know, I, 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 maybe I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body, you know, diet and everything. So that'll be on me. Um, I know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about Popeyes and all that shit. You know, that that doesn't that doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high-level athletes. So, um, you know, I, I got to work. I got work to do. Um, but also, you know, it falls on me too, you know. Um, it's old cliche, you know, it falls on you. You know, everyone wants to take the blame, but, you know, it's all of us. All right, so I agree with him that it's all on everyone. And Anthony Edwards talking about how he needs to be better with back-to-backs. What the hell does that have to do with Anthony Edwards and the nutrition part of it? Like, like I, I get what he's saying, but that comes across as him being an individual that lacks awareness of the team situation and specifically his own. To call out Anthony Edwards in that way, I thought was very unfortunate. When we have seen that Cat needs to be somebody that needs to own his own issues. 
How many times have fans in our state and nationally that are Timberwolves fans been upset with Cat because he lets his emotions get the best of him? Has Anthony Edwards or anybody else called him out on that? Has Anthony Edwards or any other of his teammates called him out on kicking players or the offensive fouls? That was brought up last year by Coach Chris Finch. We got to do better. We got to do better. And I, that, I absolutely think that Carl Anthony Towns, from a leadership perspective, it starts with him. He's been in the league for quite some time. When the trade was made for D'Angelo Russell, what did Cat say? When D'Lo got off the, the private jet, it's time. It's time, Cat. It's put up or shut up time. The team put up the money. They got the contract extension. It's go time. The dynamics of the team have changed somewhat, but you're one of the faces of the franchise. Tim Connolly joined Benita Sakar earlier today on the morning news of Benita Sakar. We'll get to what he had to say, but I love your phone calls. I'd love your reaction to anything that I stated in that opening segment. And I'm coming across as angry Timberwolves fan, angry announcer. I don't care what you call me. I'm being honest. I'm calling it like I see it. This team is not done. They're not washed. They're going to be good. But there's some things that have to be fixed. 651-461-9226. Your phone call's next. This speech is my recital. I think it's very All right, Timberwolves talk now. Other topics to get into coming up next segment. Well, let's go back a couple of years. A couple of years, the trade is made. D'Angelo Russell comes to Minnesota. The moment that he's getting off of the private jet, this is what uh, one Carl Anthony Towns, this is what he had to say. This is dope as anything. Yeah. Spoke it into existence for years. The world gave us energy back. It's time. It's time. It's time, Cat. It's time. It's time to show some awareness. Because the fans here in Minnesota expect it. And it is time. It's time to go next level. The success of the Minnesota Timberwolves is, or lack thereof, it's not all on Carl Anthony Towns. It's on Ant. It's on D'Lo. It's on Rudy. It's on Coach Chris Finch. It's on everybody. But I think that Cat, he has to evolve. I was not uh, impressed with the, <laughs> the Popeye's comment with regards to Anthony Edwards, post game, and and when I say lacking self aware, oh I'm sorry, I, I got all kind of things going on here on my phone. I my my, my bad. Well, the first it's, thing it's, I did, it, I looked down at the board. It's, I'm it's, like, it's oh a, man, did it's, I leave it's, something? It's, on? it's an ad on my phone that just kind of popped up, and it was an ad. Oh, see, this anyway, was, this might be the first time it's been on you. <laughs> it, it it is on me, but but this is an example of not, um, or or an example of lacking awareness. This was tweeted out four hours ago 
by Carl Anthony Towns. This group is special. Ain't hearing any outside noise at Timberwolves. Why are you tweeting you're not hearing any outside noise when you're hearing the outside noise because you're tweeting about the outside noise? Oh my God, what are you doing? This is the this is the opposite of not hearing the outside noise. And I've said this for years. Whenever an athlete says that they don't hear the rumors, they don't hear the outside noise, when they say they don't listen to the, um, uh, the radio, when they say that they don't watch television and they don't read the newspaper, they're lying to you. They're doing the opposite. So do not tweet that and think that we're gullible. Oh my 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 I could my brain could have exploded when I saw that tweet earlier. Like what are you talking about? That's the opposite of what Yeah, to, to say I'm not going to acknowledge this thing out there that could bother me. That you just acknowledged. You just acknowledged it. So the best thing would have been if you're really going to ignore it, just don't say anything. Just go back to work, play some ball, and guess what? One good game against San Antonio tomorrow, people are going to change. Like People want this team to be good, and people have desperately, I feel, Henry, have wanted Cat to be that guy. Like Everybody's been rooting for Cat to be that leader. Like You're the guy. Take this team to the next level. And it's like he, he keeps getting in his own way, and it's frustrating to see. I am not even looking at him through that lens anymore. To me, this is Anthony Edwards' team. Anymore, anymore, but you did it. This is Anthony Edwards' team. I want to see the maturity from Cat. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Let's get to Tim Conley. Okay, Tim Conley was on this morning on the morning news with Vanita Sakar, And just flat out, he talked about how last night was a terrible effort. Last night was a terrible effort and not who we are. Certainly who we aspire to be. Back-to-back's hard in the NBA, but it's there's no excuse for the overall energy level. So, uh, thankfully, we play again on Wednesday. The best thing about the NBA is it bounce back quickly. We see the same team, and I'm excited to see how we respond to a game last night that certainly wasn't who we want to be. All right, Tim. Uh, Tim Conley, tell us a little bit about uh, – just give us your thoughts on the team so far. Well, we, we know it's you know, going to be a little clunky initially with the limited time that the guys spent together on the court in the preseason for various reasons. Uh, uh, you know, we, we don't think we're anywhere near a finished product, uh, but we think we have the makings of a very good team. Uh, you know, Chris Finch is an excellent coach. We have a lot of uh, talented guys. So hopefully as the year progresses, these guys get to know each other a bit better and it, it looks and feels more like a team. And we have better efforts than we saw last evening. All right. Uh, last but not least, I discussed it via social media yesterday. Uh, and actually, I've discussed it actually for the last few days. Um, brought it up again earlier in this uh, in the show. But who's the energy guy? I think you know you lose a guy like Pat. His energy was so infectious, and he was so impactful last year. It's not one person, but we're trying to empower some of the young guys as well. I mean, ultimately, um, you know, we have such high hopes for for Anthony Edwards on both sides of the ball. We're really trying to challenge him to be a bit more vocal. Uh, we think this team will go as far as he takes us. So it's not uh, fair to ask one guy to do what Pat does because he's such a unique guy, unique personality. 
but we're hopeful that a handful of guys can kind of step up and, and be a little more vocal, be a little more forceful. To me, it's not even about Pat Beverly. Jared Vanderbilt was more valuable last year to me than Patrick Beverly was. Pat Beverly had a good year for us. He brought some things that I just didn't think that he was going to bring. He hey, he brought his A game last year. But Jared Vanderbilt, man, that guy, he had the intangibles. No, no question about it. All right, coming up next, I, I definitely want some takes. I want some phone calls from some parents out there at 651-461-9226. I got into a very heated uh, conversation with a friend of mine. Okay, um, She's a parent. She's got three boys. Um, they all play sports, and she didn't like what I had to say. And it revolves around her being a helicopter parent. I want you guys to hear what I had to say, their thoughts on it, because I know that there are so many of you out there probably in the same boat or maybe some of the same shoes that she's wearing, but I just I can't be about the nonsense of being an overbearing sports parent. We get to that next year. On the Lake Show. All right, this next topic I really need some help with. 651-461-9226. I just don't I don't understand the philosophy or the mindset of my of my friend here. Um I mean I guess I do, I guess I understand it, but the logic that she's using just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So let me just give you the background on it. So I have a friend. Um she has three boys. Okay, single mom with three boys. And she lives in the nice western suburbs. And all three of her children play sports. Okay. And she's somebody that she's a she's a sports fan. And in her spare time, she likes to work with her kids to help them with sports. Okay. Now, the specific sport that they play at the current time is hockey. Okay. Her two youngest are six and seven. Okay. Six and seven. And she is very, very, very frustrated, agitated with the coaching that her children are getting. And it's to the point that it stresses her out. Okay? But there's an issue here, and we had, me and her, had a conversation um, over the weekend, and I totally disagree with how she's handling things, and it got heated. All right, so this is the deal. Oftentimes... She'll help out and she'll coach and all this other stuff, whatever. She said to me a few months ago, I'm going to have a little bit more downtime. I'm going to be a little bit more freer. I'm not going to coach my boys this this winter. Okay? I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, I, I got too many other things that I'm dealing with right now. I got a million different things that I'm doing for work, whatever. I just don't have time to be, you know, she's already a super mom. All right. And I give her a lot of credit because she's doing it all on her own as a single parent. And I said, good for you. You don't, you know what? You, your kids are young. You'll be able to, to do other stuff with them, you know, and over the course of the next couple of years, right? And so that was the mindset going into this conversation. So we're talking, 
and she starts complaining and she's upset because she goes to their practice here and she's been having an ongoing battle with people that she feels like is not doing a good job and actually doing a poor job of coaching up her boys, who I repeat are six and seven. And so she said that she went to their practice on Sunday. And I don't know what the level of, of practice is for, for kids that are, that are that age on a weekend, right? But she goes, and then she sees a coach, and she says something to the coach about a drill, okay? And the coach started to get agitated by her because he's like, this is my drill. This is what I'm doing. And then she comes back with a, no, this is wrong. You should be doing this, that, and the other. So when she lays this out to me, I check my friend. And I told her, I said, look, I know that you love your boys. But you're in the wrong here. You are being the worst of what a helicopter parent is doing. You said to me months ago, and you said to your ex that you were not coaching up your boys. And I'm we are just friends. Like I'm just I'm just being that person that's bouncing again. There's no dating. There's no there's none of that, right? Like I'm not <laughs> none of that. So I'm just giving her I'm just being a friend and giving her advice. I said, look, you said you were not gonna coach. And I think that what you should do is you should let the coach coach. In life, when we talk about young kids, middle school kids, high school kids, parents get in the way of allowing the people that are paid or volunteering their damn time to coach, coach. And to me, it's inappropriate. And I'm not saying that you as a parent has to agree with every single tactic, every single call, every single thing about whatever's going on in your child's sporting life. Okay? Because not every coach is going to make the right call, is going to be the greatest. Not every coach is great. But this is the deal. This is the deal. And I learned this many years ago from Rob Babcock, rest in peace, former GM of the Toronto Raptors, was with the Wolves organization for a long time. In his summers, when he wasn't doing everything that he needed to do with the NBA, because that was his life and his job, he's from a very esteemed basketball family. The Babcocks are well-known. He would devote his time to coaching up kids. But he had one rule. And he told all the parents at the start of the summer, this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm the coach. You don't interfere. If you have a problem with closing your mouth, if you have a problem with what I'm trying to instill in your, your, your kids, then you need to take your kids away from my program right now. Because we're not doing the whole coaching thing from the sidelines. And I, I let her know that what she's saying and what she's doing is counterproductive to, for her sons. And just for the overall program, who wants to be stressed out every single day about 
your kid's not getting coached up the right way at six and seven. Who wants that? So my question would be, do you think that I was wrong for calling my friend out about that? 651-461-9226. Cause I don't think that I was. Because I told her this. I told her, I said, look, you are so upset and you are threatening to take your kids out of this Western Suburb program and putting them in another program. Stop threatening and just do it. Because if it was education-based and your kids were not getting the quality education at the school that they're at, you would take them out, wouldn't you? So if you think that the coaching is that bad and you're feeling that miserable, put them in another program. I don't understand it. I don't think that these parents that are yelling from the stands, these parents that are challenging coaches day in and day out, I don't think it's productive at all, Chris. I don't. I don't I don't know if your if your daughter's ever going to want to play sports, maybe that's not her thing. But my gosh, man, I just don't – I had to challenge and push back on my friend because she thought it was okay. And I, and I told her it's not okay. Yeah, your friend, I don't know her, but just from what you're telling me, as a parent of a 12-year-old, she's out of line. Because not only are you, know, you trying to you know, force yourself into a position where a coach is there to coach, and a 6 and 7 – there are so many more things that are more important than being a helicopter parent when it comes to sports. I would say this. It is a lack of respect to that coach and to the work that they're putting in because you're undermining and saying, well, you're coach, but you're not doing a good enough job. Your, your kids are going to pick up on that. Your kids are going to see that it's okay to disrespect people that are supposed to be you know, their teacher, their leader, somebody that's supposed to be there to teach them certain things. That's disrespectful. And parents, parent, coaches, let me say this. With my daughter, she was in sports for a little bit. She's not into that. She's more into the fine arts. Mm -hmm. Fine. I would never go into her, you know, one of her activities and say, you know what? I did this, so therefore – you're wrong. Let me do it. I would never do that because that's completely disrespectful. I don't even understand how. Let's just say. Let's just say this. Let's just. I give you a a, 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 a very just small example okay. of what I think would just be the worst thing ever. And she didn't say. She didn't say this to me. But imagine her at home with her boys talking about how all the coaches suck. Mm-hmm. And then you send them to go be coached up by said coaches. How are the kids going to get past what you said? I mean, kids are very impressionable. Yes. Like, you don't understand that you you trying to, like, what is the vendetta that you have against this coach? Are they not learning proper technique at six and seven? That's what she's, she's, she's explained. She explained it to me that they're not learning, um, not only, uh, you know, proper things to be doing as young hockey players, but, like, they're not being, I mean, coached yeah. up the right way. Well, and, I mean, if you were in that situation, if, if I was the coach and somebody came to me and was like, hey, you know what, you need to do better with my six- and seven-year-old. Like, to me, you're not 
it's not just about the fundamentals. There are so many other life skills about teamwork, about playing with others, about having a good attitude. There are so many things that kids are learning that this, the soccer, the sport, the fundamentals is such a small part of it. There's so much more at play. And, uh, yeah, we, we've got some text messages. So if we want to take a break and then come back, we can get to the Let's city, do it. City's One Talking text line. Let's do it. 651-461-9226. The City's One Plumbing Talking text line. We'll get to those text messages next year on The Lake Show. Helicopter parents out of control. I'm even having arguments with my own friends, telling them that they're wrong. 651-461-9226. That's the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Jace Frederick from the Pioneer Press is going to join us coming up here at the top of the hour to talk Timberwolves basketball. But uh, what do you see on the text line there, one Christopher Tubbs? All right. On the uh, city's one plumbing talk and text line, uh, here are a few of them. Keep your nose out of other people's business. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, They're saying it to me? No, I, I think... I think this one is, <clears throat> yeah, this one I think is directed towards you. Yeah, but, but I, I but, would have told you, mind your own business. No, but, but, but I but, think that well, could go both of them. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. If that person's directing it to me, because that's what it sounds like they're directing it to me, they need to understand that my friend brought it to my attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's, not, it's yeah. not, it, Henry Lake is not at the ice rink <laughs> admonishing my friend because, my friend told me what the hell they were doing. So it is my business when my friend bounces their ideas and opinions off of me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if this is directed to you or to your I friend. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm not. That makes I'm no not, sense to I'm me. I'm not sure. Hopefully they can, you know, maybe clarify that for me. Uh, the That's co- so weird. The coach could not be happier if she pulled her kids off the team and it would be a sigh of relief for all. Okay. Uh, you can, I love this one. You can always tell them they're welcome to get trained, certified, invest the time, and all the other things that coaches do. I love that response because there's a lot of work that goes into this. And uh, I just, I think that's the one that I think Henry resonates to me. And she loves her kids, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and she does everything for them, okay? I totally get that. I understand that. And yeah. she wants them to be the best that they can be and all. And she's very supportive. If they were to quit tomorrow, she would love them up and just be a supporter. So it's not like that. It's not like my kid has to be the next, you know, um, Al Silvestrian. It's it's not like that. But at the same time, like, I just don't think it's okay for parents to be overbearing towards other coaches, officials, and all of that stuff. And you got to be careful, too, because you don't run a reputation as that parent whose kids, you know, if for some reason they feel like they've got to be in a position where – you're going to be overbearing. Like you don't want that reputation as a parent. You know what I'm saying? I don't get how I stick to my nose in anybody's business when. Yeah, yeah. and again, I don't know if that's to you. I don't know if that's to them. I mean, it it, it doesn't say. Oh, I don't get it. Okay, but, anyway. But yeah, y- your friend brought it to you. So I am paid to be all up in the business of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So is Jace Frederick from the Pioneer Press. He joins us next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.